May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I think the heart of today's Gospel reading is right at the end, and that question, what is your priority? What is most important to you? I wonder what is most important to each one of us here. Growing up, I used to watch Keeping Up Appearances on TV. Anyone else remember that? That bucket woman. Bouquet, sorry. It's all a bit of a stereotype, wasn't it? Just keeping up appearances, looking as good as you could, make sure that you don't do anything that makes people think bad of you. A stereotype, but I guess we all do that to some extent or another, don't we? We're worried what other people think. We're worried about what we do. We wonder how it will go. I have to admit, recently I had a bit of a scrape in the car, and that sort of knocked me stupidly. You know, it's a car. It's a bit of metal, or metal and plastic and whatever else there is in it. Oh, it's got a funny mark, and I don't like that. I need to get, actually get over yourself, you know? But we can get obsessed by something, anything. The car looking clean, well, my car never looks clean. A scratch on the car. What people think of what we're wearing, how we act, what our accent is, and so on. If we're concentrating, obsessing on something positive, we're enjoying it. If we're obsessing on something negative, on the other hand, I've scraped the car. I'm used to this driver, I shouldn't be driving anymore. What will people think? I should just get off the road. You know what it's like. Whatever we do, it just goes to, a, it goes to an extreme. Have we seen this in Jeremiah? Jeremiah, a prophet. He's become a laughing stock, he says. Mocked. Terror is around him. He's being denounced. People are avoiding him. Why is that? Because he's following God. He's following God and people are saying, I don't like that kind of thing. What, what's he acting like that? That's not how we act around here, is it? What who does he think he is? That's other people's reactions to my following God. Now, it's, a, it's a difficult challenge sometimes. Following God, and it's not what the world expects. It's not acting the way the world acts. So there's questions. Is it better to just go along with what the world does? The world thinks how the world wants us to look, a bit like that bucket woman? Or actually doing what God calls us to? Because it's so easy to just go along with it, go along with whatever else goes on, not make a fuss. Anything for the easy life, making sure we fit in. In fact, in the reading from Romans, this is called out. Moving out of sin, moving into a new life, a new life as followers of Jesus. One of the things in this church building is our full immersion baptistry. I've never done a full immersion baptism. I've wanted to, I've offered to, I've offered to do baptisms in the sea when I was in Guernsey. No one ever took me up on it. Oh no, it's, a bit, it's easy just to pour a bit of water over your head. Well it is. It's just safe getting too wet or realising it's freezing cold in the water. But actually, that symbolism of a full immersion baptism 
going into the water, coming back out of the water, is summed up in that reading from Romans. Dead to sin and then new life. Literally, we take that old life, we take our sins and everything else into that water. They are left there. They are washed away. And then we come out clean and different, a new life, a new birth, if you like. A fresh start. That word born again isn't just something that some parts of the church use and everyone else ignores. Actually, we, we are born again as Christians through baptism. Whether we go into the water or out and out, or whether we just have the water poured in our head as a baby, as I did, that I can't remember so long ago. You know. A new start, set free from all that other rubbish, all, that, all those obsessions, all that other stuff that we have clinging to us, or that we cling to because it's comfortable and familiar and normal and what people expect. We've all got our own past, we've all got our own baggage and background, those things that, go back to one of the old confessions in the prayer, but we've done those things we ought not to have done, we've not done those things which we ought to have done. We've all got that. And we are forgiven. So actually that baptism is that sign of that forgiveness from God. At the same time, though, we worry, don't we? We worry, have we been forgiven? We worry, can we be forgiven? We worry, how could God ever forgive someone like us? We worry, how could we matter? You know, we're just a bunch of misfits like everyone else. How could God be bothered with someone like us? Someone like me? Well, actually, the start of John's Gospel, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Elsewhere in John's Gospel, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And in today's Gospel reading, do not worry. But we do worry about everything. Since moving here to Wales, I've been getting used to how the church in Wales functions rather than the Church of England. And getting used to our ministry areas function. And it's all change, constant change. Still here, I'm still here in Pont and I'm all over the place with ministry area leadership now. I've not left here, I've not left Bargoid, but I'm the ministry area leader. Yeah, I'm, am I still the vicar? Well, my title is ministry area leader, but I'm still the parish priest of here and Bargoid. But I'm running around chasing my tail, not knowing where I am quite often. Yeah, I'm worrying, how can I do it all? It seems an impossible job. Well, I can't do it, can I? Let's be honest. Apart from by the grace of God and with the support of other people and with people's prayers. If instead just keep worrying, it's paralyzing. I don't know if I can do it, so I better not try. I don't know if I'll do it, so I can, I'll sit there and think about it, and think about it, and panic, and panic, and panic. Or make it look like I'm doing a good job, or just not be seen, so I can be, be accused of not doing a good job. Of course, we worry. We make ourselves ill. Don't we know it? Don't I know it over these last few months, to be fair? So we need a fresh outlook, a fresh outlook trusting in God, a fresh outlook not just thinking we can do it all on our own. And we're reminded of this in the Gospel reading today. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? 
yet not one of them will fall to the ground unperceived by your father. Even the hairs of your head are all counted. Do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows, says Jesus. Do not worry, we are known and loved by God, each and every one of us. We are told in that gospel reading to trust God. We are told not to be afraid. In not being afraid, we need to let go of all the rubbish and mess that we cling on to. All those things that hold us back from following God. All the worrying that paralyzes us. Letting go of worry is hard, don't we? Letting go of worry, we worry how we can let go of it, and then that can make it worse. We need to trust God. That's hard, that means except we can't do it on our own. Let's try that. Let's try to let go of all those things which hold us back from following and trusting God. Those things that hold us back, maybe let them be buried or drowned if necessary. Maybe even with a lead weight tied to those things and chucked in the water, symbolically or absolutely. If we're absolutely throwing them in, let's let go before being dragged in by the, by the rope, I suppose. Symbolically is maybe better. Let's bury that stuff that stops us from following God. Let's get rid of it. And then, having dropped those things down to the depths of water, let us come out of that water to new life, new hope, new possibilities, new expectations, new excitement with Jesus. Let us go into that water. Let us let go of those things we don't need. Let us come out to fresh hope, to new life, born again. Amen. Amen.